coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Hello, everyone. This is Mac. Just want to let you know I'm interrupting, not delaying, only interrupting my Blue Collar Leadership and Supervision Series to provide you with a three-part interview that I've done with a person I met in 2013, Mr. Jason Denham. And he works in the electrical construction business. And he's a model and an example of why I do what I do. It's pretty cool. You're going to hear him talk about, I met him in 2013. He dove into leadership development, had never heard of it, but he dove into it like I did, got crazy with it, started investing in himself, developing himself. Within a year, he had doubled his income. From 2013 to today, 2019, he's more than tripled his income. That's what I'm trying to help you do. Grow and develop yourself. Climb in the same company, go to a different company, I don't care, make it happen. Hope you enjoyed this three-part series with Jason and Blue Collar Leadership Supervision will be back Friday as scheduled. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Blue Collar Leadership today. Today I'm on part two with with my friend Jason Denham, a big dog electrical guy. He ain't going to say it like that. I'll say it that way. <laughs> out, in, out in Dallas, Texas. I, I'm, so, I'm so proud of Jason, and, and I mean, it is a pleasure. I mean, I've been talking to him since I met him. There's a few people out there, and, you know, Rhea and I, we speak all over this country, growing and developing blue-collar workforces, leaders, the people who support them and that sort of stuff. And there's a few people who stand out, and I actually personally mentor them. Their owner don't pay for it. They don't even ask me to do it. And they don't. a lot of times they don't even know I'm doing it. But I invest in and pour into people who who, who shine, high above the rest and uh jason's one of those those people and we've kept that relationship going for six years now and uh, it's just been truly amazing so thank you for being back with us for, for part two jason yes sir thank you man it's an honor to be on out here with you mr mack i told you many times man you influenced my career in uh in a way that i was, uh, would never would imagine and where i'm at today man I, and i thank you for that um yeah uh to so you welcome. I think you're still yeah. just getting warmed up. You, you, I, you know, I always tell you I'm just getting warmed up. Me and Rhea, we're just getting warmed up. And, and for everybody listening, Rhea's with us. She's in the background. Hey, Rhea. Hello, good, hello, everyone. Glad to be back for part two. Looking forward to some good leadership truths on this uh, episode. Yeah, Jason's sharing some stuff. But, you know, you and I feel like we're just getting started. That's the thing about it, isn't it, Jason? When you're growing, you don't ever get there, do you? No, sir. No, sir. You're always figuring out what you don't know, man, every day. <laughs> and then you're like, man, I wish I knew that. I've been doing it like forever ago, and, I, and I'd be in a different yes, place today, but that's that's the part of it, right? So I want to ask you as we pick up, you know, I was talking about before when, when I came into your organization, the first place when I met you and that company brought me in and and got 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 started doing leadership development. I didn't even have any books then. That was in 2013. Today, Rhea and I have 23 books but back then I didn't have my own book I wrote the first one in 2014 but 
when we came in, you know, we didn't come in once and, and leave and never come back. But what do you think? Do you think, and I don't, I don't know the answer. I don't know if I've ever even asked you this. But if we would have only come in one time and left, and that was all the exposure you ever had, you, you, you think that one time would have been enough, or you think there was a lot of value in kind of let you get get it and think about it and come? Just tell me your thoughts. Oh man, without doubt, continuous leadership training is the way to go. It's it's like sharpening a saw in one of seven habits. Not a cover his book. Um, you got you got to continually do it. I mean, by y'all coming in multiple times and having multiple sessions, that was tremendous because, you know, some people might not get it on the first time. The light bulb might not go off on the second to the third time. And, um, you know, you're going to have those that go off the first time, but, you know, the more you kind of, you know, lead a horse to the water and let him stay up by the water, he's going to want to drink it, you know, if he gets thirsty. So, Put some um, salt on his tongue. We make him thirsty. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. I mean, it's it's just gonna happen. So by y'all coming in multiple times, that's because that kind of you know started developing people. I mean, you know, instead of because he didn't have an in-house trainer. I, I think every company should have an in-house trainer uh, or, or or provide training services. I mean, it's got to be something that they should do with big events with their vendors. I mean, they should do it, you know, with with everybody that they interact with. So, um, but continuously, uh, it should be always continuous. Um, one time is good, but like you say all the time, it's like drinking out of fire hose because you take you get taken so much at, at a time, and, and and leadership needs to be a drip. So, uh, yeah, the continuous it continues to provide the drip for the for the leadership training you need. Yeah, what did you, what did you actually start doing, Jason? You know, I didn't know well, then. I didn't know you like I do now. But you came into that first class. What did you really? I mean, you didn't you didn't get where you at today because you came into that class. What what started changing in you? I mean, what did you start? What what happened? What what did you start? Well, doing? my mindset, my mindset changed. I looked at things differently. I, I took different approaches. Uh, you know, because I was already you know running jobs and interacting with people, but my interactions become to the point where I started getting letters to the owner of my company about how they like to work with me and how I was such a good working with everybody on the job sites and because of my character that, you know, they, you know, obviously we built the buildings and started less school work, you know, but you can, you know, anybody, you know, you can train that, you can teach that, you know, and you can teach character development too, you know, but it's got to be continuous. Everybody, but everybody, but the truth is everybody's not going to get it. So, so that's that's what I did. So I just I just worked on myself. I worked on my people skills, my soft skills. I worked on interactions. I worked on making positive deposits instead of making negative deposits. I tried to keep everybody bank account in the green uh, with their personal relationships with everybody, and and that's what I and I started working on myself. Man, I know what I had to do, and that and I work on myself today. I mean, uh, I continue <laughs> to, to work on myself every day, and. Uh, it's not nothing that's ever stops. Uh, I like when you say, you know, you know, college is four years, but real learning is forty years. I mean, it's, it's forty year degree out here, man. You, you gotta, you gotta keep going. You can't just stop on at any point in time, or you're gonna get left behind. Yeah, that's good stuff. Talk about the friction, Jason. When, like, when you started buying in, I mean, I see this everywhere. It's usually what happens is when people bring us in, and especially if they bring us in repeatedly, and and they haven't ever been doing this before. It starts to be a divide, right? The people who are buying, oh, yeah. selling, 
Tell me about that. Yes, sir. Even back to 2013, what did, what did it feel like and look like? You know, you're buying in and what you have to hear and, all, you know, that kind of stuff. See, the big thing with me was, again, you know, I, I, I love the company that, that brought me in from there, but I had a person in this company that I reported to that wasn't buying in. So that was the big obstacle. I mean, it's like a major obstacle for me. Because uh, I was like, man, this my owner, the, the owner of the company has done, brought this guy in, and you know he believes in, it, and the owner of the company is in the class, and this guy ain't really coming to the classes. He's sitting in the back, and but I report to him, and but the owner's telling me I need to act like this, and the guy that he has managing me acts like this, man. It just causes major confusion in the company. So that that that's what I went through. And you had to override that in yourself and say, I'm going to value this where the, the, my boss values it or not. It's, this stuff makes oh, oh, sense. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I had to keep pushing on. I had to keep pushing on. And, and my guys on my jobs, and that's, you know, and, and, and that's when my numbers on my job sites started, you know, benefiting from my character. You know, the comps, you can get, out, you can get guys to, to work on a job and tell them, train them how to, put panels up and pull wire, but if you can get guys to want to go in and put panels up and pull wire for you, that's the production. That's your extra production that goes straight to the bottom line. That's why, to the day, my numbers reflect my my character more than my competency. Yeah, in general, I've heard you talk about it. You get, you know, I, you hear me talk about it, and I've read it and researched it, and I've lived it as a leader like you, and I know it's the truth. When people want to follow you, you get about 40% more production than people who have to follow you. And that's you can validate those numbers. You've seen those kind of numbers, right? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Today, man, I, and, you know, my current employee, man, I work for a great guy, man, and he actually started my, you know, he allows me to uh, do the leadership, man. I, I think a lot of this guy, man, he's he's, he's great. Um, he bought our literature and stuff, but he allows me, like I said, use the facility uh, to come in and, and train the guys. But, the guy on my jobs, man, uh, I, I'm 30 40%, you know, on every job I have. And it's more or less, you know, and got guys doing the same jobs, you know, and maybe not getting that percentage, maybe 5 or 10, 10 maybe 20% less. So we always try to hit the 21% mark, and um, and I'm always above and beyond those. And I, and I contribute a lot of it, you know, most of it to just the character. And my guys want to go out on the job and work for me because they know – I'm going to treat them right, man. They know I care about them. They know I know their families. They know I know about the kids. They know I know about what's going on with them, and, and I actually value them. Yeah, there's people out there listening. See, when, when you get leaders like Jason, because you high, you high up the chain now, Jason, so there's people listening. There's people that maybe listening who, who are in the construction business or electrical construction business, and Jason, this his name's Jason, J-A-S-O-N, Denim, D-E-N-A-M, and I guarantee you there are going to be people who hear this. It may be re- soon or it may be a year from now, five years from now, but people who, when they hear leaders like you talking, Jason, people want to work for leaders like you. They want, they're, they're going to be people, as you get out and you get exposure and people know who you are, that's how you start attracting great people, and you no longer have to search for good people. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tell you a little quick story, man, about that same uh, obstacle at, at the company, man. I, this upper management guy, 
that I reported to at this company, he's come to the job site, man, and his, his character was so low that he would never speak to anybody on the job site but me because I directly reported to him. Uh, well, you know, as I, I elevated and came to his position and even higher than the position he's at now, uh, I, I make a point, like, when I come to the job site, when I first, like, when I, like now guys know, but, like, when I first started with this company, I'd go around to the job site and shake everybody's hand and talk to them. Where, wherever they was working at, I don't care how many people I had on the job. Well, when I walked the job today, and, and my guys, anybody listening to this can probably vouch for it, um, guys come down uh, wherever they're working at and come shake my hand and talk to me. And I don't count that as lost production. I count that as character. You know, it's like bonding. I mean, it's, it's, it's valuable that guys know that I care about them. They want to come talk to me. They'll sit there, some talk to me five minutes, ten minutes. Whatever they want to talk about that, what they want to talk about during that time, I allow that. So and I think yeah, that's great for the, for the leaders on the job doing that. Absolutely. So let's talk about that relative to that little principle we talked about a minute ago where people who want to follow you are 40% more productive than people who have to follow you. you, you tell me what you think. I know you know, Jason. You've been down there in the trenches. So look at it from their perspective, but also from your perspective as a leader because you know now you're on the other side. But if a leader comes comes around and all they are to, is to do it is jumping on you, if, if they talk to you, they're jumping on you, or they don't talk to you at all because they don't see you as important versus somebody who comes in, shakes your hand, pats you on the back, knows your name, that kind of stuff. Which one of them leaders you want to follow and which one you have to follow? What's the difference? Oh, yeah. Oh, you definitely want to follow the guy that value. I got guys, prime example, last last week, two days ago, I had a guy who I done sent home on a Friday. One of the guys who's been working with me ever since I've been in this company. Uh, I had a phone call come in. I needed someone to go that was probably 35 minutes away from his house and during rush hour on a Friday. I said, I called him up. I said, hey, man, I got this problem over here. Can you go take, for, take care of it for me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll go take for whatever you need, whatever you need. In that situation, man, if I was the other guy that they didn't want to work for and they just came to work because they had to, then I would have got to know. And I, and, I, and I wouldn't have been able to perform search for my customer. And then so I told my customer that I tried to get somebody there. I had somebody there. By the time the customer called back, I said, yeah, I got somebody there already taking care of it. So that created uh, instant, instant positive with that customer. And then he created instant, you know, positive with me. I mean, helping me out. It's all. It's just a whole continuous circle. It's so good yeah, stuff, right? Example there. Yep. Absolutely. So before we get into, I want to talk to you on this episode about the book studies and that sort of stuff that you've been doing lately. But let's take it for a minute. Let's take it to the personal side. How how in these last six years has learning this stuff? Because a lot of people, when they hear leadership development, they think that's for the boss. This stuff ain't got nothing to do with being a boss. This got something to do with being a good person, right? Oh yeah, yeah, obviously. And my wife can vouch to me. Yeah, tell me about that. You got, you got How's it impacted your personal. relationship at home? Well, it impacted me tremendously. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in church now. You know, I, it got me, led me back to church and leadership. And uh, you know, I actually worked as a member of the usher ministry at the, uh, at the church I, I'm a member of, and and my wife relationship and she listens to Rhea and and she has her Rhea's books and we talk about it and and, and I got my kids uh my sons actually come to my uh book studies uh on Saturdays and and it's just it, it's 
it's deeply impacted my family in a way that we communicate better. We uh, we think more before we speak, and you know, because it's one thing to be a person at work, but if you could be the person at work, you're at home. That you know, you got to be the person twenty four seven, and that's been my, you know, that's everybody. That's that's going to be a struggle. I mean, you get you get out of character most of the time. The people you're most comfortable with. So um, it's just it's when you can stay in full character with the people you're most comfortable with, you achieve that 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 milestone. So yeah, yeah. that's what I work on daily. So you, you 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 and your wife are both growing and developing. You're not. Was she growing and developing with leadership before you met me in 2013? Oh no, sir, no sir, no sir. So that means Nobody, that's something you took I, home. You took it yes, home. Sir. And actually, yes, you, you have to, man, because you have to you have to speak it. Like you're telling your book, Mr. Mack. You, if you don't, you know, when you you know when you learn, read it, you need to go talk about it and talk about it to other people. And then once they start talking about it, then you got continuous conversation, and that's when you're developing. Yeah, and and I think. <clears throat> That first, that first place that I met you, that company, they let you bring your spouse and, and teenage children in there to that training too, didn't they? I can't remember exactly. Yeah, well, they had one class for that, and that's why I opened mine up to uh, spouses and children as well. So anybody can come to the book study that I have. You know, I'm like the spouses, and my wife comes, and, and my kids come, and my older oh, kids, my, not my younger son. Okay, and you're trying to – because your main goal is you want to help people have more options in life. You want to have them be better people. Yeah, they're going to do a better job. That's like a byproduct. That's not your main mission, is it? Oh, no, no. It's just, but like, that's why I try to tell people, you, you work, you know, we all work for ourselves. I mean, we get out of bed. I get out of bed for my, me, my family, my, myself. And I go to work for myself every day. And um, that's, that's a good mindset everybody has to have. And when you have that mindset, you know, you need to work on yourself and put, add as much value into yourself as possible as possible good stuff man and i don't know if you want to share this might be too personal you may not even remember and i'm not going to say it because i don't know if you want to share it but you shared a story with me a while back about yourself and your 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 child your children but something that i stopped doing a while back and you told me you were struggling to stop doing it but you started trying to stop doing it and then your 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 child you're at school or something and the teacher asked them something about your parent, and they told them something about you. You remember that story? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that's, um, we was that's something in, uh, you want to share or no? I yeah, yeah, man. I, man, that, that's, that's growth, man. I love to share this, man. So, okay. So, I, I, I you know, I, again, that's, you know, work, you know, being very professional at work and then at home being more comfortable. You know, I, 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 I used to curse, you know, around my kids and everything. So uh, I was an all-pro dad. Uh, last year with my son, uh, my youngest son, and it's a little program that all the dads can once a month on, on the first Thursday of the month goes to the school and we have breakfast and we have a little talk. So they usually ask the dad a question, then the kids can ask, uh, the kids can ask the dad a question, then we can ask the kid a question. And it, one of the questions was what's uh, something different about the attitude, something, something different about the attitude or something you've seen uh, in the, with your with your parent, with your dad. And then my son said, Dad, you don't curse anymore. And it, it was major that he's put that on the paper because our kids, I mean, every, we lead, I, lead, I lead my son. So if I'm leading him in that way, I'm also leading him in a, in a, 
in a not so good way. And um, when I saw that he realized I didn't, that was major impact to me. I mean, it was it was it was it was serious for me to hear that. Wow! Yeah, yeah that's quite an impact as a parent, where you just know that you've you've grown and they notice, and you're setting a, a better example as a as a leader as a parent. That's awesome. And you didn't even really realize he'd be paying attention because you had read in my book and heard me talk about it in my life. I used to, if I if if I said a one word sentence, it had two words of profanity in it. That's that's who I used to be. And we don't judge people who who use profanity. People can say well, how, whatever they want to say. But when you grow enough, you start realizing all this stuff matters to people of high character. And you just decided to to start trying to quit, or you did quit. But you didn't really expect him to notice it so much, but he noticed it so much that that was the answer to his question. That blew yeah, you away, didn't it? Yeah, it blew me away, man. It just, it, just, it just made me realize that, you know, again, that what you hear all the time, your kids watch everything you do, that just, it just painted a picture, and it, painted, it, it changed the color of the picture. It don't have, the picture don't have to stay the same. Uh, you can put some more paint on it and change the picture, man. So that's what it did for me and my son and my, my life, my family, my, you know, so... That's great. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Good well, stuff. I'm excited to hear about the the book study. So tell us a little bit more about more uh, about that because I know we've got a, a few more minutes before we wrap up this uh, episode. Okay, yeah, how'd so you get started on that? So uh, again, uh, I was like, you know, I came to the, I had a major, I guess, eventful mindset that said, Jason, well, you know, if you can't get leadership development, you know, start doing something yourself. Through reading uh, your book, Miss Mac, man, you talk about it, you know, in your book. So, yep. so I took it upon myself. I said, well, well, Jason, you know, starting this year, you're gonna do, you're gonna commit every Saturday, the first of the month, to developing the people you work with. And I talked over with the the, the president of my company now, a great guy, and um, he was on board with me doing it. He opened up facilities for me to do it. Uh, he even bought the the literature that we were doing it with. Um, so. Um, what did you start with, Jason? Oh, it started with books, uh, Blue Collar Leadership, the blue book. Uh, started with the, the blue the blue series. Uh, go How to become a high-impact individual. Yep, yep. We had to work on ourselves. Everybody needed to work on themselves. And I, I get in class, and I try to get guys out of the mindset of work. I let them know, look, look we, 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 we need to do this at home and at work. You know, the, um, the mindset in here is not to come in here and you're doing this for work. You're doing it for yourself. And, and guys, is they 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 bought into investing in themselves, man. I, I buy breakfast for guys, so Saturday mornings I go by uh, this particular taco restaurant that has the best taco, uh, Texas breakfast tacos out here, man. I buy everybody tacos and, <laughs> and, and and go into class and and and, and we uh, we uh, sit that's down out of your own money, my, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it, I get it, and and, um, and I get in there in class and I put the uh, Get, I bring my uh, speaker, uh, my Beats Peel speaker, and I hook it up to my phone so I can have good sound in the room uh, so everybody can hear. And I sit at the conference room in our office, and um, everybody gets around the table, and I put out a big tub of highlighters. And uh, everybody gets a highlighter, man, and uh, and I play the audible, and, and, and we talk about it. I mean, you go through and Y'all follow along while you're playing it. Yes, sir. Everybody's yes, sir. got so a book, I, and then y'all listen yeah. to the audio. Yes, sir. So everybody has a book, a uh, personal assignment by you, and that meant a lot. And I tell you, you know, my guys uh, had a special treat for my guys, man. They they got the FaceTime off of the book, man. That that that, that <laughs> you had an inside connection, eyes. did 
Yeah, I had an inside connection, man, and they couldn't believe me. And I still hear them talking about it, man. When every time I tell a person about it, about being able to speak to the person who wrote this book, man, it blows them away. But so yeah, we get in there, we listen to it, Mr. Matt. We go through, and 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 I do that because you know I, the reading thing. I mean, I think you know everybody stumbles and you hear different voices. I think it's it's great when I put it on the speakers, man. It's real loud, nice, clear, and I play it on the audible, obviously, and. Um, and um, we highlight, and then when we get finished, I go around to every person, and every person has to talk about one thing they highlighted. Which they usually have several things they highlight, and discussions usually get longer than they need to be. But I, I'll never <laughs> stop. A, I'll never discuss a discussion. I'll never stop a discussion. We just sit down and talk about it and have a good time. We always go over the allotted time, but that's fine too. Uh, we we have a good conversation, so we just do that. We do like five chapters five chapters a, a Saturday and and just knock it out. And we, we actually, uh, this coming up Saturday will be our last of the blue book and we'll be going into the, the supervision book. I wanted everybody in the class to, to to get the supervision mindset. And one of the guys in class, it was like, well, why ain't the supervisor yet? I said, man, you, you, you got somebody helping you out in any kind of day? And he's like, yeah, I got people helping me out. And I was like, well, you're leading him, man. Don't think of it as supervision. You know, you that just don't get caught into the name. You're leading this guy. Influencing, so, right? Uh, you're influencing this guy. So um, so he's like, yeah, I, w- I want to be a supervisor. I said, we need to go through the supervision book then. So there you I go. Got, got upper management. I got all levels. I got I got guys from the field. I got estimators. I got uh, managers. I got uh, well, management position. We don't call ourselves managers. I tell you yep. that's just a story about my dad on the <laughs> next episode about that. Okay. <laughs> All right. And so so that's pretty cool. So you got everybody sitting around the table. It's not about positions and titles when it comes to leadership development, is it? It's about people who are hungry to grow and get better. They sitting at, they're sitting at that table as equals. They got equal input. Everybody sees each other as people who want to grow and get better. It gets rid of all that junk, doesn't it? Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and and the thing that makes it so valuable is mine is uh, our volunteer. So yeah. you know, it's a bad apple ain't gonna come and volunteer and get in there. So you know, uh, it's all positive people. Everybody with the main same mind, the same mindset, and that's why I set it up as a volunteer basis. Yep. And I know we're getting close on time for wrapping up this episode, but do you have one or two kind of quick examples where something positive? has come out of the book studies. You started these back in March, oh. I think, so you've been doing them several oh, yeah. months. But share a few positives yeah, a that story. came out of it. My, my top story, man, and uh, if he listens to this, man, uh, uh, I'm going to say his name, man, if he listens to it. I he deserves to have his name said. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say his first name. His name is Jose. Uh, he's going to work going to going to my class since day one. Uh, he got promoted last month from a uh, journal electrician into a job site superintendent. Uh, okay. Tremendous character. And, and, and he come pulled me to the side. He he wrote a uh, note to the uh, owner of the company uh, about, you know, thanking him for, you know, the literature and, and allowing us to do that class at his facility and sent me a thank you note too. And it just meant a lot, man. It meant a lot to see the transition of, just a few months, and he he was already on the right path. But the the leadership and him taking it back to the field, and and ultimately, I think you know the owner of the company seeing his name on the sign-in sheets for that leadership class got yep. him promoted to that level. Because it was a couple other people that <clears throat> could have could have made that jump, but 
you know, I guess, you know, that set him apart from the other uh, people, and he got promoted. That's awesome. Wow. So sounds a little little bit like you back back when we met, right? He's kind of yes, sir. You kind of paying it. You're gonna be Mr. Jason. He's gonna be calling you one day, calling you Mr. Jason, like you call me Mr. Max. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think we got to wrap this one up, real. We're about out of time on this. One. Yep. Time to wrap this one up. Okay. So if you've been listening to this. This is part two. We're going to come back with a part three and actually going to talk to Jason. He's read a lot of my books, a lot of my Blue Collar Leadership series books. I've got five of them now, and I just released a new book, Blue Collar Leadership and Culture, the five components for building high-performance teams. And and I'm going to talk to Jason. The whole next call, I want him to talk about some of the books and some of the nuggets that it, that he, he got out of it and why they're valuable. But we're going to kick it off the next episode talking about this new book on culture. Because Jason just finished reading it, it just released a few weeks ago, and he called me the other night, pretty fired up and excited. So we're gonna wrap up part two. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. Talk to you next time. Make it happen, or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.